Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Pleasure Priority Podcast with me, Amber Taylor. This is the podcast all about how you can have the audacity to put yourself and your pleasure first, which ultimately shapes a life perfect for you. We discuss friends and family, career and money, oppression, healing, and mental health, current events, and historical ones too. Basically, all things life and pleasure and how you can create more of it authentically. I'm your host, Amber Taylor, and it's my pleasure to talk to you every week. Let's tune in. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Y'all, I just got to say that the weather has been incredible lately. Like, it's April, and we're experiencing summertime shy, like 70 degrees, 80 degree days. It's hot. Like, t-shirts and shorts are completely appropriate, but I've been outside. I've been having a good time. I know that (laughs) this won't last. Again, it is Chicago in April. It may snow again at this point, but I love to see it and I'm enjoying it now. And um, I was recently having a conversation with my friend, one of those like just random, what would you do type conversations. And we were talking about... um, Like if you got offered a trip to Antarctica, uh, like you didn't have to do any of the work or figure it out. Like they had all that you need, um, transportation set up and how to act when you get there, all that's taken care of, but would you go or not? And instantly I was like, no, (laughs) I didn't even really have to think about it. Like I hate the cold. I don't want to go to Antarctica. Like I. I'm I'm terrified. Like, do I even get to see my skin while I'm there? Will it just, will I get frostbite immediately? Like, no, I just, I don't want to go. And my friend was like, really? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't take that free trip. Like you wouldn't take on the opportunity. And um, my brain started going like, oh, maybe I should. Oh, it's once in a lifetime. Oh, like it'd be a great story to tell. But my body very, very, clearly felt an immediate no and I decided to honor that um and again this was a hypothetical situation but I think so often we like shut down our body's response to let the like our brain's response like make more sense um because oh yeah free trip like it's all taken care of it's a great experience and blah blah all that kind of stuff but like no me inside was just like uh uh-uh I'm not trying to be that cold. And I often talk to clients about what they want, but knowing what you don't want is just as important. Having that relationship with your body where you're able to feel the difference in your answers or or feel like, oh, yes, I'm totally into this or fuck no, I, I want no parts. And That's because your nose give you so much information and steer you towards more of your yeses. Because knowing what you want is important, um, but knowing and pursuing what you want can be scary, vulnerable, 
and lonely. And like when we're in that process of figuring out how to get from point A to point B, after we figured out like, yo, I really want this thing. Um, I can feel like a free fall. So we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know even if we're going to end up in the place that we initially wanted to. And we just start questioning ourselves and questioning everything. What's right? What's wrong? What's right for me and what's wrong for me? Well, it didn't look like this for so-and-so. So does that mean I'm wrong? Uh, how do I really know? What do I change? How do I figure out what's next? All of these questions can kind of come up and even become overwhelming. And if you're not um, comfortable with that discomfort or have the capacity to experience that kind of overwhelming free fall feeling, you just, you just ignore it. Um, and there's nothing wrong here. Like this makes sense. Your body is having um, the reaction that it's supposed to, because when we are scared or when we feel like something's dangerous or going to hurt us, we avoid it. Um, so I just want to take a moment to honor that um, pursuing your pleasures or figuring out what you want or being in process of getting to what you want can feel terrifying and dangerous. Like historically, a woman's personal agent, her personal agency, and especially her pleasure has been demonized. Um, and we can even talk about the pleasure gap and how a woman's anatomy isn't researched or studied nearly as much as a man's. And society basically just gives us these common tropes of like, ah, oh, it's 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 so hard to make women um <laughs> to make women experience pleasure or come or orgasm or anything like that. And uh, oh well, women are just a mystery. So instead of actual care, concern, or understanding, research, advancement, whatever you want to call it, our pleasure has become a component of the male ego, which again can be dangerous to upset because what's this guy going to do if you're in a relationship? How, like, what does this mean for the dynamic of the relationship? Um, money, if children are involved, uh, like all the things, like it can be dangerous to upset a man's ego or his opinion of himself. So we end up faking our pleasure for their pleasure. Like what? But then even more con uh, continued. We have uh, for Black people specifically, I actually learned this fact, this Black History Month, but that, um, that saying a barrel of laughs actually is rooted in slavery and how it was a crime, um, a punishable offense for Black people to express emotion, but especially joy. So laughing, uh, smiling, those types of things were not okay. So back in the day, people would run away uh, and literally stick their heads in a barrel 
to laugh or to smile so that they wouldn't get in trouble for it. So now when we have um, like groups of black people and something's really funny and then we all run away, that's generational trauma. And then speaking um, to the LGBTQIA plus community, their entire lifestyle, pleasure, way of existing has been deemed sinful. And they're not only bombarded with the religious threats of burning in hell, but also the very real physical, social, financial, emotional, and so many more threats on their person as well. Um, and I can keep going, this list is long as hell, but historically, Pursuing pleasure has been very dangerous for women, um, people socialized as women, and people of color. Like, this is just a fact that I want to acknowledge, and it does take um, a level of, of capacity and willingness to be able to feel and experience these emotions in order to heal move through them and actually also experience the joy, the pleasure, the happiness that you seek. Um, both are required. It is, it is that balancing act. Um, but ultimately, because pleasure and joy and our fuck yeses have been traditionally so scary and dangerous, We've learned to mask or to code switch in order to create safety. Um, so when we're doing this, we are taking on somebody's, uh, somebody else's idea or an approved idea of how should we should be, how we should act, what we should want, what we should pursue, because that's accepted. And when that's accepted, when we're accepted, we're not at risk to be um, you know, unexpected, unaccepted, ostracized, uh, demonized, hurt, and all those kinds of things. It does create safety to push down our own desires. Um, and this is me speaking to the fact that that has been very real in the past, but also Everyone that has experienced that before isn't currently experiencing that now, and we don't have to continue to subscribe to the same ways of being just to feel safe now. We can get what we want. We can have what we want. We can create safety in other ways. And is it easy? No. But is it worth it? Yes. So learning to take that mask off, stop code switching, because it's not like a badge of honor, but it is a scar of trauma. And if you no longer want to, you know, keep adding to that scar, you don't have to. And Masking um, or code switching also can create certainty. Um, in addition to safety, it creates certainty because it's like, oh, 
like this is a proven method of happiness. I just got to follow it. I know that um, if I just go to school and I get a good job and I invest in my 401k and I find someone to marry me um, and I get a house and then I have babies, then I'll be happy. It's it's worked. It's the American dream. I just got to follow that. That certainty um, is just an illusion, again, because it's coupled with the idea of safety, like, oh, this is this is the right path because it's the protected path. But that doesn't mean that it's guaranteed to work for you in the ways that you want it to or work for you in the order to make you happy. Because if that's not what's going to make you happy, settling for that path just because it made other people happy or it's it's the general idea of what quote unquote should make you happy, you know, it just ain't going to do it. We we try to get to this certainty through masking our desires and pretending that we have what we want already. So we don't have to go through the uncertainty and the fear and the potential danger um, of trying to figure it out. And I'm not here to say that one is better than the other or that there's not even a time or place for all these options, but I am saying that masking is either going to hollow you out burn you out or both. It is not an adequate long-term solution because it's it's detrimental to you. But then that brings us to the question, like how do we know what's external noise versus what's right for us? And for that, you need more than just, you know, traditional Western scientific logic you need to partner with the world around you, the universe, the divine, and see the wisdom in, in it and in you. So much of our internal knowing and our surroundings can point us towards what's right for us. So um, as I've kind of alluded to, just trusting your body and trusting what a actual fuck no and a fuck yes feels like inside of you you can do it with things that um you know you already know that you like or that you don't like uh maybe if it's a certain kind of food or a certain kind of music or even certain people um you can be like oh yeah i'm about to uh have some quail eggs like me I don't I've never even had a quail egg but I don't want to so my body's like no it's not a super hard no but it's definitely not a yes and um then when I'm like oh you can have like a fresh smoothie my body's like fuck yes give me that right now it's gonna be so sweet so good so juicy all the things So even just working with things that you already know that you like and dislike and just noticing what sensations 
come up in your body. Um, so then you can begin to learn and recognize them in other situations as well. Um, there's also a way to test asking questions to get your body's wisdom. But basically what you do here is stand up straight with your feet on the ground, um, just ground yourself in the earth below you. Um, and if you can't stand up, even sitting in your chair, sitting upright to where you have a point of yourself, a part of yourself that's just grounded. And you start with, again, questions that you already know the answer to. So uh, for me, my name is Amber. And since, yeah, that's true, um, it's a yes, just noticing your body, what happens with it when you speak truth. Does it sway forward? Does it sway backwards? Does it sway side, uh, sideways, one side or the other? Does it stay still? And just noticing. Then ask yourself another yes question and see what your body does there. Um, usually for me, and I say usually because it can change. That's why we do these uh, questions uh, in the beginning for our big test. Um, but usually for me, my yes is lean forward. And if it's a strong yes, I lean more forward. Um, or if it's like a weak yes, I kind of just move forward slightly or sometimes even stay in the same position. Um, so you just want to notice what your body does when you ask it a yes question. And then you're going to want to ask it a no question, like something that's clearly, clearly not true and you don't believe. So for me, it's like, I am a white woman. Um, it's clearly a no. Usually this is like a fuck no for me. So my body like blows back. Like it's, it's like, no, like sometimes I even have to catch myself with my foot um, for how far I fall back. And just, again, asking yourself a couple of those baseline questions to say, okay, what's my body doing here? And uh, for clarity, your yes may not be forward and your no may not be back. Your yes may be standing still and your no may be a sway to the right, uh, which is why it's so important to ask these baseline questions and just listen to your body as you get the answer. You want to move slow. You want to try it a couple times and give yourself some grace in, um, in figuring this out. It may not work the first time, um, but just keep trying. But anywho, once you get your baseline and you know what directions mean yes and no, then you can ask the question of, you know, whatever you want, we're going to ask it. And it can be anything that you ask your body, like, you know, what do you want to eat today? And it's not going to be like, oh, I want chicken. Like, it's, it's got to be yes or no, um, unless you're just talking to your body and are available for it to respond. Like, sometimes it will be like, yeah, chicken. Um, but for this experiment, it's a yes or no question. Um, or it could be like big things like uh, asking, and okay, I have been saying questions, but these are statements. So you're saying these things as if they're already true and, um, and seeing how your body responds to that truth. So if um, you have like a bigger thing on your mind, like I am going to quit my job 
like it could be like I am going to quit my job and then maybe you don't get an answer there so then you tweak the statement like I'm going to quit my job in the next five years okay clear yes there well what about the next three years what about the next two like you can you can try it like that um and you can you can do this with anything any any question you have pose it as a statement pose it if it, as if it's already true and your body will respond yes or no to that truth so you know for for you personally if that's your truth or not and um just another way or practice to follow is allowing yourself to follow what you gravitate towards and allowing yourself to reject what you don't. And honestly, this can be anything. It can be like, I like walking on the right side of the road better than I like um, walking on the the left side or the sidewalk. Uh, It can be, I like to... um, listen to music in the morning before I even respond to emails or text messages. Um, instead of being like, no, I need to be professional. I need to respond to everybody first thing. Like, Allow yourself to follow what you want to follow. And same thing with rejecting what you really want to reject. Um, and just to say for clarity's sake, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to um, gravitate towards something or want to gravitate towards something and decide against it later. It's okay to not gravitate towards something and acknowledge it and still recognize that this is just something that you have to do. Um, But I think even just that acknowledgement of, hey, I don't want to do this, or hey, I don't want to answer my emails now. And even if you give yourself a break, if it's like, I'll do it in 30 minutes, that acknowledgement goes so far for the relationship for with your body and the trust that you build with yourself. But um, anyway, just like an example here, for me personally, like LinkedIn as a platform, as an app, is not something that I gravitate towards to do my life coach marketing in. And that is 100% fine. And it could be something that I want to look at one day. But I'm letting it be okay that I don't need to look at that or quote unquote fix that today. You don't have to be in a rush to work on or fix everything that you think is wrong or that you should be doing or whatever. You can take your time and you can leave things the way they are if you're cool with them being the way that they are. But in the end, clarity comes from adding more of what you do want and subtracting more of what you don't want. So. As always, I want you to pursue your fuck yeses, but I also want you to honor and recognize your fuck no's. And of course, if you need any help doing this, any assistance, um, support, guidance, or you really just want to know 
what I would say, how I would coach you in your own personal situation. Let's work together. I have my classic six-month option. um, And to do that, you just fill the link uh, out in the show notes to set up your consult call. And we can talk about what that entails and what your six months journey would look like once we discuss where you're at now and where you want to be. And then I also have my one month option, which is um, the offer that I am totally in love with right now because the results are so astronomical so quickly, but it is one month, 30 days of coaching um, with audio-based coaching support 24-7. You can shoot me a message whenever you want, whenever something pops up, whenever something uh, comes up to talk about, shoot me a message. I respond to that message within 48 hours. It's usually pretty quick because I love talking to you and coaching to you so much. My clients are so incredible and um, they make incredible big leaps very quickly. So I love to just get back to it. Um, But it also includes four one-on-one coaching sessions over Zoom. So we get 60 minutes every week to come in the same place, talk, commune, and have immediate feedback to um, your questions and points of coaching. And I can walk you through somatic exercise and really feeling your feelings and understanding what's happening in your body. This combination goes so crazy. It is called the eruption. It's $2,000. No application or console is required. All you got to do is click the link, uh, fill out your information, and then we hit the ground running. You get some emails um, immediately, and it'll give you all the information of how to schedule your calls and how to start voice messaging me. Um, so yeah, those are my two favorite offers right now. And if you're interested, you should definitely, definitely hire me. I'd love to work with you. But with that, my friends, I will talk to you next week. I hope you have an amazing week and you practice honoring your fuck no's and your fuck yeses. Hey, friends. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Pleasure Priority Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If it's your pleasure, check me out on Instagram at Amber Taylor Coaching and my website, www.ambertaylorcoaching.com for more on increasing your pleasure across all aspects of life. As always, make sure to follow the show and check back each week for a new episode. I'd also love it if you'd leave an honest rating and review. And if you'd share the show with anyone else you think would benefit. Much love. Talk soon, friends.